0: It's perfectly within their, the rubric of their rights to invent whatever delusional fantasy they feel like inventing and live in it. It has nothing to do with me. That's
1: Jordan B. Peterson answering my question on what he thought about the group of protesters outside his show in Portland accusing him of being transphobic and misogynistic. You're listening to Things You Should Know, and I'm your host, Andy Ngo. Outside the Keller Auditorium on the 25th of June, around 50 protesters gathered to protest the University of Toronto psychology professor Jordan Peterson. He's in the middle of an international tour to promote his best-selling book Twelve Rules for Life. For weeks, activist groups have tried to get Peterson banned from speaking in town. They were unsuccessful.
2: So we're out here because there's an uh, classist, misogynistic, transphobic bigot named Jordan Peterson getting, getting paid to spread his hateful ideology here in Portland.
1: That's Rosemary Dodd, a leader in the Portland chapter of the Socialist Alternative. She declined to speak with me, but delivered a speech through a megaphone. Pseudo-intellectuals
2: like Peterson try to provide moral and ideological cover for the ruling class. We're a- outraged by his words, yes, but we must also be outraged by a system where these disgusting ideas find an
1: echo. Inside, I spoke with Dave Rubin, the popular YouTube host who's opening act on Peterson's tour.
2: They're welcome to express their views, just as Jordan's welcome to express his views.
1: Is this the first time you've seen protesters
3: on the tour?
2: We've had a couple. I mean, truly, if we were to add up all the protesters before tonight, I think maybe you get eight people. So you guys are definitely the biggest here in Portland.
3: Does that surprise you?
2: No. Well, we had seen a Tumblr or some sort of blog that said that there was going to be some protesters here in Portland. Um, So no, nothing surprised But but truly, it's like, let them do their thing. It's silly. Look, when you see the people with the Antifa masks on and and some of that stuff, it's a little intimidating. Um, But as long as they're not hurting anybody, um, then I think it's fine. My hope is, is that, you know, Jordan's fans and the people that are here will engage with them a little bit. And if it's all done the right way that maybe you can actually win some of their hearts and minds over. That's pretty rare and probably slim chances of it, but that's that's what it's all about.
3: Do you think there's any substance to the accusations of transphobia, homophobia, misogyny?
2: No. Period. No, none. Nothing that he will say here tonight will be remotely transphobic. It will be remotely, uh, nothing that he will say will be remotely homophobic or racist or bigoted in any way. He's trying to empower people to live the best life that they can as they see fit. And he's trying to give them a little bit of the tools uh, to make that a little bit easier in a in a pretty crazy world. But no, everything that he talks about is is an antidote to bigotry. It's it's incredible because there's there's apparently a need for a little straight talk. There's a need for a little bit of clean your room, get yourself in order, but not just that. How how I think really what the message is is that by helping yourself, you can actually help repair society. And I think people right now feel personally messed up and they feel that society's really messed up. And he's trying to help people learn how by fixing themselves they can fix the wider world. And then the beauty of this is that all of these people, who most of them watch our videos, any of our videos, on their phone or just, you know, it's a lonely one-on-one experience usually, or maybe you watch with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever, um, they're getting to come to a room with 3,000 people and look around and go, holy cow, there are other people like me, and it doesn't matter what their skin color is or their sexuality is or anything like that. From behind the curtains, I took a peek at the faces of the audience
1: members. The 3,000-seat theater was almost entirely filled. I was surprised there were more women and people of color than I was earlier led to believe. That upset some of the demonstrators.
2: All of the women here are kind of, I I don't really understand why anybody would support somebody who's openly, I mean, it's just disgusting. That's all I'm really gonna say.
3: Okay, what's your name?
2: No comment.
1: (laughs) Even though Peterson's loudest critics today are women, some of his biggest defenders are also women.
3: I'm like a bisexual, biracial, uh, queer, uh, Jewish, I don't know, lots of of minorities. I like to tell people I'm like a trinority. (laughs) But it's not something that's really important to me. I mean, I'm just a person.
1: That's Ashley Miller, a 33-year-old from Seattle who came to Portland to hear Peterson speak for the second time within a week. She's a big fan.
3: What would you like to tell these protesters if you could speak to them? There's a lot of anger. What's happening here, what I'm seeing is these people, they, they don't want to engage people that have different views than them. And so they just kind of, like, make a hysterical judgment that they must be transphobic, they must be sexist, they must be white supremacists, you know? I'm a little concerned about how deeply people are becoming divided because of that.
1: After the show, I finally caught up with Dr. Peterson himself.
3: Humans Against Hate has been unsuccessful in getting the Keller Auditorium to cancel your event tonight. In the weeks leading up to today, they did accuse you of making dog whistle calls to violent misogynists. What is your response to that?
0: Well, first of all, I don't know even what they mean by dog whistle calls, So I'm not, that's a piece of, of jargon that I'm not familiar with. And um, being accused of something and doing it are not the same thing unless we dispense with the presumption of innocence, which is something we seem to be doing with incredible rapidity. So I don't really have any comments about it except that people are perfectly, um, what would you say? It's perfectly within the rubric of their rights to invent whatever delusional fantasy they feel like inventing and live in it. It has nothing to do with me.
3: There's a coalition of groups that uh, try to mobilize people to protest tonight. No, there's
0: an apparent coalition of people who describe themselves as groups. It's not the same thing at all.
3: Can you explain why is it not? Well, just
0: because you say you're a group doesn't mean you are. And you need some proof of that. And just because you say you're a coalition doesn't mean you are either. Obviously, they weren't successful except in generating like 50 people who are protesting against things that anyone in the right mind would protest. So, like, I don't buy any of it. Groups, what groups? Coalition, what coalition? Protest, what protest? What issues are you are you complaining about? You don't like violent men. It's like, okay, fine. You know, you don't like poverty either. Who likes violent men in poverty? No one.
3: The coalition in Portland included and so called anti fascists as well as yeah. uh, so called
0: so called is right. So called anti fascists. Jesus. These are the masked people? Yes. The brave masked people. The brave anonymous masked people who are do nothing except virtuous acts. Those people. Yeah. Yeah.
3: One of the uh, accusations that they kept shouting over and over outside was transphobic, and that's that's one that seems to follow you wherever you go. I was wondering, when you ran your... No, head... no,
0: it doesn't follow me wherever me, I go. It follow, it's hardly goes anywhere with me. This is the first time I've gone to 45 cities. This is the biggest protest by a factor of 20. Yeah. We had three people at one other event who called themselves mm-hmm. Men Against Jordan Peterson, and that's been the biggest... The biggest uh, Um, Protests so far. So these things don't by any stretch of the imagination dog me wherever I go They dog me now and then as a consequence of protests and because there's journalists who drag them up But most of the time it's completely irrelevant It's not a discussion I ever have with any of the people who come to these talks so it's you know, I oppose Bill C 16 in Canada because it compelled speech and it it's perfectly I suppose people confuse that with transphobia which is another bit of jargon i could do entirely without uh, but that doesn't mean that it has any basis in in anything even remotely resembling fact all right we gotta get this guy out there okay thank you so much you bet
1: and that was professor jordan peterson speaking with me in portland oregon if you enjoyed things you should know please consider becoming my supporter through patreon or by giving a one-time gift on paypal you can find the links in the description